There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Short and I'll be your host this evening. As always, a lot to get through on, on a busy, uh, busy schedule for Rangers off the off the field. Uh, with me tonight, starting with the main man, Davey Tomlinson. How are you, mate? Yeah, fine, thanks. Uh, not not really a lot happened, so just sort of a bit about uh, who's what players are saying what and what's. Uh, I watched a video of box it, three three players doing box it. I thought, got to get something Rangers. <laughs> so they've been kicking about Rangers, Rangers TV and things like that to try and get a bit of um, horrible when there's no game in a, a midweek. It is, it is shit, and it, we were saying this in the in the group chat earlier. But there's always stuff going on at, at Rangers. There's always stuff to talk about. Next up, Curry. How are we, mate? All right. I'm all right, mate. How's yourself? Yeah, all good. Thanks, Curry. And lastly, Andy. How's things, Andy? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, as it does feel like we've we've not seen football in ages, just because you don't have that midweek game, especially when we've going to get European football past Christmas this year. It's, it feels extra bad, but hopefully this weekend will give us enough football for a whole week. I don't even want to watch none of that European football. I hear that Europa League anthem, and I just have to the telly gets straight turned off. I just get memories of uh being in Seville. Um, but before we get on to, to, to more Rangers matters, uh, just a little shout out and a call, call to arms about you can become a member for just a pound a month and get more exclusive content from, from the Gallant View. So if you're watching on, on YouTube, you can you can join there and sign up there. And uh, all, all the views uh, are appreciated. Um, but Davey, let's get into the Rangers news then. Um, starting with the semi-final uh, of the Scottish Cup was confirmed today. It'll be the 30th of April, which I believe is a bank holiday 
weekend. Um, so hopefully it's a, it's going to be a good one for us. But um, what was your thoughts on, on the draw? Um, you know, drawing them, it was always inevitable. And, you know, more, more to the question is, what do we need to do differently from our last performance at, at Hamden? Well, the easy answer to that is beat them. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, only, it's the only biggest difference. Uh, no, we've got to... I, I hope for the final. I said last week I, I was hoping for the final. But, uh, no, we've got them in the semi-final. But as I said last week as well, we've got to beat them sometime. And, no, the semi-final's as good as any. Obviously, uh, the last twice, I mean, I, I think he picked the wrong team the last time. I think we all agreed on that. Uh, the time, but at least... It, we weren't frightened of them. I don't think we, we we didn't get beat because we were frightened of them. When we were under Geo, it was my opinion we get beat because we were frightened of them. And I, I didn't see that under Beal. I, I think uh, we've got now that we're, we're willing to take them on. And it's just a, a, a rotten... I mean, this this the second half to the end of the game, we we come into the game and all the, the, the midfield that should have been on from the start with Raskin and... Uh, 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 that should have, if that had started, that team had started. I think would have gave them a far better game. And but just playing two players which hardly come over the halfway line in the midfield, just isn't, just wasn't the way to go. So we need to go that pick the right team. Bill needs to pick the right team. And uh, no, we need to get behind the team. That's a that's the way to go. No, definitely. Um, I think as you said, uh, Davey, I think we all, all all knew by our midfield. Uh, in the build-up to how it was going to turn out, and that will have to change. Curry, what, what's your thoughts on on this one? Um, look, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I think this game is going to be the final. I think whoever wins this one will go on to to, to win the, the Scottish Cup. But it's really important that we win this one, you know, under Bill when he, he gets that under his belt early doors. To be perfectly honest, I was hoping to get them in the final because I was what to give the our main guys that have just come in more time to play together. But hopefully we can get a repeat of last year in the semi and do the exact same thing. Just exactly what Davey said. It's, it's we can't go out there and do the same tactics as we did the last game because it never worked. Bill really messed it up. So he even said himself that he, it was down to him on who he picked. And I think we know that Kamara's booked himself it. He's not really that interested. He turns up to me one week, then you don't see him for another three weeks, he turns up again. It's just a, a case of going out there and playing to every one of their potentials because they are good enough. We all know they're good enough. It's just a simple case. Will they show it in the day? And on the day, we will beat them. That last game, they, they never played that good. That, 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 that's the one thing that frustrates me so much. Is because we were just less shite than them, and that that's really that grinds me because we could have beat them, they bother, and we should have if they, if they turned up. But the midfield let down. Hopefully, we can we can do it again. Uh, I'll be happy. But I'm looking forward to a good game. That's what I'm mostly looking forward to. Yeah, no, I think I think you make a really good point about the actual final itself. I don't think you know you read the press in Scotland and, and, and it was like we was playing against a top top side. I don't think they were great but they were they were definitely better than us. We were just piss poor. Yeah. Um, Could I just say something? Sorry for inter interrupting. Could you highlight highlight uh where is it? I need to find it now. Uh somebody said something about the oh it's Nicholas Moore. He put up a comment about the game getting played the day after the first one. 
the the the, the, the park's going to be an absolute disgrace again. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they they do. So that. I don't know what's going on there. The the pitch the pitch is 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 in a poor state anyway for a national stadium where there ain't a lot of games on it. It, it is in a bad bad way, but. That's you know that's for 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 another sort of discussion, Andy. What, what's your thoughts on 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 the game? I know it's so far away, but everything's going to get built up to that now. Um, I think we we've got to start looking at that. I think this will make our season better. It won't make it a success because uh, I, I think even just winning the Scottish Cup never just good enough for us. But it will give us something to build on towards next season. I think it's really really important. Uh, as I said, Bill Bill wins this one. Exactly. I think. Um... So added layer to the importance of it is it should be a first time for us to try and retain something that we've previously won um, under Beale, um, uh, obviously we didn't win the league last season but we won the Scottish Cup last season so there's an honest on us to go and take what we already won last year and make sure that we do it again um, losing it and letting them have the treble would be ridiculous um, I think there's a wee bit of extra pressure off the back of the players um, I think given I know we weren't really happy with Campbell and Raskin not starting, but it, you could spin it to, well, they get up, eased into it, so there's no excuse for them for this game. They need to go and prove that they are players that can play on this big occasion. I think they will. I think all signs are showing they've got a kind of added swagger, and I think um, you know winning back that cup um, will add to that swagger. I think it's massively important not only to swing at them, but to land the punch, because we're not one in the league. Um, we lost the cup. I think we need this needs to be the start. You know, in a dream scenario, you know, it's a it's would be winning the cup at the end of the season would be the 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 the, fin- the finality of a brilliant season which they maybe crumble. But no, that I don't see that ever happening. So we need to go and just make it ours. Um, so I I just needs to it needs to be something that we need to just do at all costs or else we just look at this as a complete failure this season. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. And. You know, we have got a big sort of away game uh, against them coming up, which I think will be a big test for Bill before that. So, uh, you know, I said the semi-final will get built up because obviously, you know, realistically, that's all we can win this season. Uh, Davey T, just to touch on a point, we don't know definitely if this is true. This is just the rumours at the moment that, you know, no away fans in the the remaining two old old firm games in the league. Um, But David Hurd makes a really good point saying that the semi-final were 12th. 25,000 each, so so what's the difference? It's just, you know, this old argument with the, the away fans at, at both grounds, it's, I think I think soon it's just going to be home fans only. I feel like that's the way it's going. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, there is, the lights are fine or the Ajax has been that way for years. They don't let uh, the away fans in. But, um, no, yeah. I think it, if you're going to get a full stand, then, then it might be worth it. But the thing is, to get the full stand, you're putting play, uh, people out of their seat that have, that have paid for the full season. So I can quite understand that. I can quite uh, that, that that we don't go the full stand. Letting eight hundred in is yeah, it's okay, but it's a bit of yeah, you're sticking people in a corner. Uh, we've actually got a right to if Rangers go to Parkhead, we were right out right out the way. I mean, stuck it right away in a corner. Uh, and at Ibrox, it's not too bad. They're, just, they're still part of the sort of main flow. But uh, Parkhead, they're stuck, they're stuck away out now. I've, I've never been, so I'm just taking that and what people have been saying, to be honest. But um, no, it's, uh, 
it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just the way football's going. If you look the last night and uh, with with Frankfurt supporters, the the way we're fighting in the in the streets, and uh, virtually every game now there's there's there's, there's trouble somewhere. And so I, I think it's going to get that away for supporters are not going to be allowed anywhere. To be honest with you, I think the days that uh, if, they, if things keep going the way they're going anyway, then uh, then it's going to be the days numbered that we're all travelling to the big grounds. Yeah, them, them scenes in in Naples last night with the Frankfurt fans were absolutely nuts, weren't they? Um, absolutely incredible. Our stuff like that's happening, uh, you know, today. But but Curry, what's your thoughts on the? The, the, the away sort of end that gets given uh, at both Ibrox and Parkhead. If it was sort of down to me, I, I, I would just have it. I know the atmosphere, but I wouldn't let them in at Ibrox. I, I, I would just make it home fans anyway. But I know, obviously, then that means we get none going there. Well, I'll go back many years and the atmosphere at an old firm game is absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's just, it's 90 minutes of hatred. It's, it's just brilliant. It's absolutely superb. But um, I can remember when this was started and then we let a few of their fans in and they wrecked Ibrox twice. And ever since then, I went, do I know something? No, I don't care. I'd, I'd rather see them a false stadium with Rangers fans than give them any tickets at all. So this, the 800 tickets is a waste of time because it's a, a wee bit unfair for people who spend fortunes on majors to get away tickets and the old firm games are not even included. That pisses me right off that. Because if you buy a season ticket, it's for a season. No, no, no a season minus four games. I just, I, it pisses me right off. But that's <laughs> the board for you. I think somebody in the the chat as well say it's the powers that be if, if they're gonna fuck it up they'll find a way and that's the way it's always been for the last probably 20 years we're the ones that bring the money in to this league but we're the ones that always get the short end of the stick and it's just it's it's not right but for me personally nah give them nothing they would give us nothing I don't. I, I hold them in contempt as much as they hold me in contempt. So there's no love lost. So nah. Ibrox for for Ibrox bears, and that's it. The one the one thing that I was that was at the last game that they get the full stand, and they were just the whole match. They were just throwing things from the top stand down into the Rangers uh, supporters, and one of the things that they threw was a bomb. And it went off, and there was people, including a young boy, who couldn't hear for about. I don't know whether he got. I hope he got his hearing back. But at that point, he couldn't. He couldn't even hear anything. It was so near him. It just went. Was right next to him. Do you mean a so firework, Davy? Yeah, no, a firework bomb. Whatever you want to call for me. Even that's a big thing for me. <laughs> No, for me, for me, the 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 the, the, mo the most heavy fireworks, the illegal fireworks, are virtually now small bombs. That's that's uh, but um, it, it was loud. It was hard enough to to that people couldn't hear after it anyway. So there's no way would I ever want to stand under a 
under a, 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 a button the, the stand above full of Celtic supporters anyway. No chance of that. So, yeah, I, I think just cut them out altogether and then no, it's, that we can't get to to the, the, the zoo then just have a look, isn't it? Andy, last bit on the on the the, the away fans. Um, you know, Curry does make a good point about the atmosphere. The atmosphere made you know does make them games. And but but again, David T said it earlier. It's when we go there, we're in a different, completely different position. And when they come to Abbots, we get stuck in a corner. That's you know, you've got that big green beam pole in the way, and you can't see see nothing. But what's your thoughts on the you know this eight hundred? It's you know, as I said earlier, that you might as well just just do nothing. Well, you know, one thing that's always going to be certain is the 800 they're going to scream and shout and be the loudest they can be. You, you really struggle to hear it on the telly just because of the, the, the amount that we get, the tiny amount we get. And the same with them. Um, I think it's it, everything's going that way, especially. I look at I look at other teams, other rivalries. You look at the Super Classico in Argentina, the Bomber, the Bombonera and the Monumental. They, they only have the home fans in. Um, and it ends up still having fights in the streets and pol- the police always have to work hard over there. I think either way, you're going to have a tough time outside the stadium. Uh, in terms of the players, I know that we have sometimes a perceived um, issue with um, the crowd, our own fans getting on our backs of our players or even sometimes the away fans, I- I'm sure, in the kind of wee moments of silence of after conceding, they always hear the opposition in that case, I think it's easier to to maybe get behind the team. I think it's just whether or not the players can can deal with the the kind of full scale army of green they're gonna have to face over their their barn. Um, I think it it would maybe actually help kind of develop a kind of sense of togetherness if that if there isn't already. I believe there should be. Um, that you know we need to fight for ourselves. Everyone's against us today. We need to go and shut them up. And I think that's like working on that kind of mentality would be brilliant for us. Because I think if we could do that, it would end any issues with mentality and and any pressure on from the fans. I think that would be the best situation. Is we kind of have to deal with it and get it over and done with. Yeah, just go. You know, just on that. We can talk about away splits and all that all day long, but we need to go there and win. We need to, we all need to go there and win soon. Hopefully that is in the next time we plan. Davey T, moving it on then. Um, other news this week is Kylie Fox, the American uh, businesswoman, has withdrew her offer. Um, to be honest, I don't think there was actually an offer there to withdraw. I think the Rangers board was not interested in it uh, at all. Um, she has left the door open, though, for, for talks going you know, in the future. But what was your thoughts on, on that whole you know, news breaking yesterday. Yeah, it was sort of a looking uh, into her and, and trying to find out things about her. And I looked up her Instagram page and I'll, I'll give the biggest news first that she's got some body on her. She looks great in a, in, in a bikini. So, so, so that's, that's, that's important news out of the way. But, um, He's a PG, Davey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I don't think she, it was really the Rangers board were ever going to accept it. Um, it was, uh, is it Paul Murray? He was he was supposedly him that, that had set it up in the first place. And she came in and she said that um, 
that they, they, she she was backing out now because Rangers hadn't met her uh, the way she wanted to go, and that was by having two men in the board. What's the fact that any uh, the when the, when the shares the dilute, she she was uh, free of any dilution of of her her shares. So Rangers obviously weren't going to accept that anyway. So, but um, no, she works for a firm. I need to get my, get my nose of uh, notes. Uh, KRF Capital. No, sort of. I looked into them and uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're an advisory. That's they're an advisory financial advisory company. So yeah, you can go with that. The other thing that she she went in. She was she used to work for uh, Duff and Phillips. Um, but seemingly she was there long before the any any of the things that happened was there. So she couldn't really be blamed for that. And she also worked with at Barclay Bank, where, where David Murray was uh, was also involved. But uh, I don't think she's, uh, it would be far-fetched to, to, to say she should end to do with that, really. But um, no, I think it's just uh, what what she's, she's tried something. She says she's not going away. She'll, she'll stay around and, and keep an eye on it and watch what's going on. Maybe things will change, but I doubt it. So we'll just enjoy your Instagram bikini photo pictures. <laughs> Collins just said, leave you for one night and Davey turns it into a base station. Brilliant. Uh, Curry, what's your thoughts on on, on this news? And um, as I said, the, the Rangers ball were never you know, interested in it by, by the sounds of it. None of the directors wanted wanted this to happen. Um, but when I looked into it you know, today a little bit more, I can sort of understand why. I think some of the things that she was asking for it isn't Rangers in it and it isn't Scottish football either. Well, I totally agree with Davy. I think she looks absolutely amazing in a bikini. But <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just, I've got no idea. Uh, I, I never seen any pictures, Davy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and you, Kill Fox. I live in America for a bit, and her name popped up now and again on certain financial things, and especially in the political scene. The our politics, I don't agree with, and I'm not going to say which party she tends to look towards, but I don't want anybody like that anywhere near Rangers. Uh, their mindset, there's something mentally wrong with these people, and I don't want them in having any input in our club that will damage our actual club so no nah, I'm not interested and as Davy said oh, there was, she made a proposal but it wasn't accepted so I don't know that the guy that, that said oh she's pulled out she never she never pulled out there, there was nothing there in the first place yeah but hey ho yeah Rangers no, no. actually Rangers actually sued them in America at first aye that's right she was, she was using Rangers logo to try and tempt people into to, to buying into it to invest into it I so, lost the case. Yeah. There's a surprise. Well, was, it, was the case not dropped? I thought the case was dropped. Case was dropped. Yeah, I, yeah. I, but that's what I'm sorry. I, it was dropped. It never actually lost it, but nothing actually came of it. I have no I have no problem with us getting investors in from, from abroad, you know, wherever, wherever they're from. We've seen it with Julian Walhart and uh, Stuart Gibson obviously is, is successful in Asia. I've got no problem where the money sort of comes from, and, and and if they're willing to invest, then great. 
Um, the problem I've got with the board is how they've spent uh, the money they've earned and all our Europa League earnings, the players that they've brought in. That's that's sort of where I, I'm questioning at the moment. But but Andy, just to finish on on this, what's your thoughts on on this whole uh, scenario? Uh, again, basically, um, I did some research. Didn't go to Instagram. Um, wasn't that's not where I started to look. Um, I found a kind of a website post when she started up KSC Capital, which seems to be a branch into kind of sporting, um, sport clubs. I think she she mentioned things like basketball and baseball, and she referred to it as soccer. Um, but um, one thing that I think, one thing I spotted was she got asked, um, what is the most important trend in sports for the next three years? And she said one of the most important trends is definitely fan engagement, which I think Rangers fans would be interested to hear. We have more fan engagement from the board because obviously Rangers, we don't have any issues with with our with our board and, the, and our, our supporters. We're uh, we're shoulder to shoulder in the in the task of uh, making our club better. Um, and as she's quoted to say, our team our team is dedicated to creating unique marketing strategies and campaigns that engage with fans and generate results. So from that from that alone, if it was anybody else with it. A clean background and with the perfect deal and uh, to get involved you'd be going great perfect but again if our board competent or as inco- or incompetent as they are have said no then there must be a reason so that's as far as i can look into it i don't want to gr- uh, reach for conclusions but if she's some if she's staying she's not done then we'll see what happens in the future yeah it'd be yeah it'd be interesting if her name ever you're mm. on mute baby. David, you're on mute. <laughs> I think she was saying she was going to put 75 million into the club. So that's uh, you take that with a pinch of salt. Ah, but David, she only had 15 million of her own. The rest was coming from a hedge fund. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that, that's my problem. I'm not, I'm not really into these hedge funds. That's a, that's a big problem. Yeah, no, that's it. It's yeah, it's all if buts and maybes, isn't it? But we'll move it on. Um, Davey, staying with you. Ryan Jack called up to the the latest Scotland squad. Um, still, you know, Michael Bill said today in his presser that no players have been uh, offered contracts for for next season as yet. But he has made it very clear that he wants Ryan Jack here. Um, you know, for another couple of seasons. What's your thoughts on on this? For me, I think Ryan Jack should. His injury record, I know he loves playing for Scotland, totally understand that. would never want a player to, to not play for their country, but I just think if he wants to be a Rangers player and be you know, as effective as he can be it, it, with his injuries, he needs to knock it on the head. What, what's your thoughts on on this? Is that is that a bit harsh? But if he wants to play for Scotland, maybe a move away from Rangers is would be better for him. I think the perfect thing for him is to play for Rangers and, and get to play for Scotland. That, that, that's looking at it from his angle. Uh, should Rangers let him go? I don't really think they can stop him. The only way they could do anything about it is not offer him a new contract. It's you either do it or you don't. If you don't, if you do it, then you're not getting offered a new contract. You'll need to leave. But David, I can I Rangers just interrupt you, buddy? I hope you don't mind. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, big thank you to Kami. He gave gifted out five subs. Brilliant. Sorry, that ain't come, come through on mine yet. Sorry, Kami. As soon as it does, mate, I'll, I'll get it posted. Sorry, David. Sorry about that. <laughs> Any problem. Um, 
I've lost what I was going to say now, but I know. No, Ryan, I, I, I think, um, look, I've said it, I've said it on here, I've said it a few times. On his game, Ryan Jack is one of the best midfielders in Scotland. He's, he's better than anything else we've got when he's on his game. When he's injured, it's unfortunate. Rangers are hoping that they've got to the bottom of the problem. I know the last operation he got, the, the, they said that they'd got to the bottom of it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Obviously, when you're coming back, you do get small other injuries because you, if, if you've got an injury to your leg, you normally start to walk diff, slightly different to, the, to ease the, the pressure on the, the, the part that's injured. So it's all, yeah, all part and parcel of, of, of coming back. Uh, should he, should he, yeah, I, I, I think it would be very harsh of Rangers to stop a plane for Scotland. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think we will. I don't think we will, and I don't, I think it would be harsh to do it. So I, I would like, I would like, I think playing for Scotland's part of my player's career, and I think he should, should be allowed to go if he wants to go. No, definitely. And sorry, Cammy, that still ain't come through for, for me yet, but I really appreciate that. And, and again, everyone commenting and, and subscribing, you know, the support, we, we do really appreciate it. Kyrie, what, what's your thoughts on, on Brian Jack? Um, you know, they, I, I totally get where Davey's coming, but I don't think Brian Jack's ever going to get in the, the shape where he can play for Rangers 90 minutes after 90 minutes, then go away with Scotland and do the same. I think he is in the position with his age and his injuries. He's going to have to pick, and and the club are going to have to come to a conclusion. You know, which I'm sure they will pretty soon. Well, sorry, Davey, I totally disagree with you, mate, and I'm in the same boat as Mason. Uh, as much as I love Jack, he's he's been brilliant for Rangers, and on his game, he is probably our best midfielder. And I know that pre-Raskin can't melt. I'll, I'll say that right. He has to make a decision. It's either Rangers or Scotland. It can't be both. Because if he, he gives away this for this game and he gets injured during training or if he actually gets a game because people are saying he won't even get a game. But if he goes in and he does come back and he ends up getting an injury and he's out for Rangers, I, I'm sorry, but all semi contract talks should be null and void. We should, we, we, I, right now... The contract I want for him is a year rolling, depending on how he plays and how fat he stays. But if he goes to uh, Scotland, he gets injured. I don't want him. Uh, he can he can go elsewhere because I don't want him. I'm, I'm, I've got no interest in Scotland anywhere. I, I stopped supporting Scotland when they started booing all the Rangers players. And Jack was one of the first ones to get it really, really bad. And I'll never forgive the Scotland support for that. Because I, it's just, oh, it makes me angry. Because I, I used to love some of Scotland winning. But see now, I couldn't care less. And that's because of the, the Bampots, they go to the games. So I, I would make give my choice, either Rangers or Scotland. Well, first of all, Curry, I, w- I would be worried if you agreed with me. I, I get more worried when you agree with me. <laughs> but um, give no, you on uh, the time, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm fed up with us 
rolling over and letting them away with everything. In the 70s, I know they were called the Huns. They've turned it around and they're calling us the Huns now. I know that's a horrible thing to say. We shouldn't say it on. But we were rolled over to that. Now, they're stolen our, our, our national team office. Rangers, the, the national team used to be Rangers. Uh, there was more Rangers players in it than anybody else. There, there was more fan Rangers fans than anybody else. And we've let them take us off. We, we, we can't keep letting them take... Everything, songs that we sung, that we've let them take away, that things like that. They can't keep rolling over and letting them tickle, tickle our, our tummies. We've got to pop and have a fight sometime. And we, should be, we shouldn't be, be saying, oh, you, you take the national team. No, we should be fighting, saying they, the, the, the Rangers supporters are the national team supporters. And that's the way it should be. We shouldn't be rolling over and letting them tickle our tummies and say, ah, good wee guys. That's, that's us, uh, the, the masters here. Look, I think, I think I think the whole you know the, the whole Rangers supporting Rangers for in Scotland debate is we could have a whole podcast on that itself, and I agree in both where you're coming from there, absolutely. But you know, keep, for, for Ryan, Jack, Andy, what what do you think? You know, his position. He, he's he, I seen post about it on Instagram a couple of days. He, he's really looking forward to obviously going to play for Scotland again. I, I, I get players want to go and play for their for their countries as well, but I just think where Ryan Jack is in his career with his injuries. I don't. I think he should be really, you know, co concentrating on and, and playing for us when he's fit. And and, and and you know, we're talking about. We started the show tonight by talking about, uh, you know, the semi-final against them. He's one of the first names on the team sheet if he's fit and firing. And if I was him, that should be his priority. I have to agree with. To start off, I have to agree with Ryan Jack being one of our best midfielders. I think I agree that he is one of the best midfielders in Scotland when he is fit. He has the heart of a lion. You see him flying to challenges, which un until this this previous surgery, which we are hoping has killed uh, nipped in the bud, his uh, his injury skills, he would fly into challenges, and you'd you'd go okay, he's come off worse there, and you'd lose him for the next month, two months. Um, but for Scotland, um, we know Jacko when he under Gerard got injured in training uh, for Scotland. I think it was. And he, Gerard came out and said he blamed Steve Clark for the training re regime. I think he had them running, I think it was something like what, a, a, a kg, a, a kilometre or mile runs they were doing in the first day of the, the Scotland camp. And he ended up um, having a, a calf or a hamstring issue or something like that. Um, and and he was gone. for. I think he actually missed an old firm due to that one. And I think that was one of the key things that Gerard said when he, the, he came back injured from Scotland duty, was that it, we, we've lost a great player just because he went to play for his nation. Um, Scotland, uh, I started uh, for the first time since I was about eight, I bought a Scotland top ahead of the Euros. I've only started to really look into it again now that you've got a couple more guys like us in the team. Um, you know, I, I, I liked Lee Wallace when he got called up for Scotland, even though he was down in the lower leagues was. But you look at, he got a lot of stick from the Scotland support. Ryan Jack got booed at Pataudry when they played, um, when Scotland played at Pataudry. Well, you can understand Aberdeen fans, but come on, this is your nation. Um, I, I'm hoping that with the, the kind of introduction of Patterson, Gilmore, Jack and the team more often, hopefully even in the future, I think, that's, and that's why I think um, Jack should be allowed to go and play for his country for the future. 
I think the younger Rangers players going to the academy need to know that there is a a, a a pathway for them to play for their nation. I think Leon King, um, I think he could definitely go and play in that Scotland team in the future if he continues to develop the way Rangers want him to develop. And having someone, a role model, if you would say, um, who has been there and done it, I think that would only be positive for the pathways for the future generation. Yeah, no, no, definitely, and we do need, we do need more Scottish players. I think that's that's that, that's what that goes without saying. But we need to get the best ones, and that's something over the years we haven't done well enough. But again, that's you know that that's for a, a wider debate. David T, that, that I want to come on to now a few players that the last few days I've seen a lot of debates around, and we've discussed it many a times uh, on the pod as well. But um, going to go through you know through with with, with, all, with all of you starting with i'll start with your your best mate john lundstrom um do you see do you see yourself sort of changing that opinion and, and everyone knows that listens that you 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 know he's a player that you want to see leave at the end of the season um but do you think that that opinion will change or have you made your mind up quite clearly on john lundstrom and and, and what happens to him sort of next season I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, I would always hope you're trying to improve your team. And Bill has always said, we'll always be looking to uh, improve positions. Well, we've all agreed that the midfield is the biggest position that we've got to improve. So looking at that, we've already brought in Raskin. Uh, Raskin. We've all already brought in uh, Cantwell. Then for me, the other position is uh, Lundstrom because it, it, for me, it doesn't you know, I've said a hundred times, it doesn't really bring in what he's, he's okay strutting about when he's plenty of time Passing the ball 10 yards here, passing the ball 10 yards there. But when you're looking at for somebody that can play a pass that that's, that's actually does something, then Lundstrom's not your man. And I, I, I would be hoping that Rangers are looking to bring in a better version of Lundstrom. And that's as we brought in, as I say, Raskin. He's a some similar but better. And I would hope that we could bring in another player that they would be. I would actually be hoping that, that we bring in a, a, a wee bit more positive. You've got Ryan Jack and you've got Rask in there. Uh, I would be hoping to maybe a, a, a number ten to bring in a number ten that that can uh, that can play 
pull a bit deeper and then come forward and help out in the attack. That's the kind of player I would be hoping we would bring in. And no, uh, for me, no. He's too no, slow as I well. Start, I started with, with John Lundstrom because obviously the game last Wednesday at Easter Road, it, completely different type of game. There was so much space. They come and had a go at us. Um, but but I think watching the game Sunday, the way we move the ball in midfield with John Lundstrom is night and day. Um, he, he just plays at one pace. And do you know what, David? I'm with you on this one. I think that he's a player that's got another year. I think if we can move him on and get some money for him and improve it, and I think we could quite easily improve it. I don't think... I think there was quite a lot of hype towards the end of last season about us getting to the Europa League final, him scoring the goal, um, that probably overshadowed his performances. And I know Colin, when he's on, will come on and uh, debate that one with us. But Curry, I'll, I'll bring you in on the, the John Lundstrom debate. And there is a few other players I want to get through, but we're going to have to be a, obviously a little bit quick whether we want him to stay or go. But but Curry, what's your thoughts on, on John Lundstrom? Would you like to see him here next season? Uh, no. Nah. By the way, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd wear my new Scotland attire. Because that's how much I think of them. I'd rather wear this. That that that's how much I turned against them after what they did to Rangers players. So get it right up, yeah. The haters will be on me the right now. <laughs> oh yeah, beauty. There'll be some good comments in the pod if nothing else. Uh John Lonsom gave us three months a brilliance and he's been here is this his second season there? Full season Mason? Yeah, second season. Right. So three month to two seasons, no good enough. Not good enough. We need each time we see more film. And if we can't see more, he's got he's got two months left to prove that he should be at this club. If not, sorry, John, you gave us a couple of good memories. Uh scored an absolutely divine goal and you got a song named sung after you. But you've done nothing since, and it's it's a shame. Uh, he's he's another one that's uh, double standards coming out with statements, then backtracking regarding his injury. And that he, one one minute he's got an injury, next minute he's no, and it's and it's and it's no coming for other sources. It's coming for him. So I could just um, I think it's time for him to move on. But he's got two months to prove me wrong, and if he does, fair enough, I'll be happy. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Andy, what's your thoughts on on John Lundstrom? Just to, to tie John that this chat, you know, off. Um, I think it's a it's a sign when the three of us start by going. Where do you where do you start on? Um, personally, I, I like John Lundstrom. I've kind of been I have a, an act for um, picking the players that nobody else seems to like and um, keeping them the praise. Um, I'm a known supporter of Scott Wright and Borna Barisic, but nobody seems to like them. Um, John Lundstrom was somebody that I'd supported since he came in, due to having some mates who lived down south that were Sheffield fans, and they were telling me on his day he's spectacular. And that's the thing, on his day is he can be brilliant. Um, those those days are few and far between, unfortunately. I think this season has been interesting for, for John Lundstrom. Last season he was the top of the world whether those performances in Europe and a few of them, a few of the players are the, are the same in that the league performances weren't brilliant, but the European performances were you would say we were Champions League regulars from the performances we were playing against top opposition. Um, Looney this season has 
I, I was going to say second season syndrome, um, but I don't know if it's something he can recover from. He, he isn't the, the spring chicken. He is, he's younger than Ryan Jack, but he isn't like as young as Raskin, for example. Raskin's the whole, his whole career ahead of him and Lundstrom is maybe thinking about one last big money contract, whether that's a move back down south or abroad, who knows. Um, I, I think Lundstrom this season has had bright spots. I think his heart, the Hearts game away in Tynecastle, um, where we he was just winning, he won the ball every second, every kind of loose ball, the second ball it was his. But then you compare it to the game at Ibrox at the weekend, where he seemed to be more negative than the rest of the team. There was too many positive influences in the midfield, and he was a negative influence. Um, there was things where I looked at him. And he was running down my side of the pitch, and I'm going. I don't know what his idea is. I don't know if he's running for the sake of running. He's going through the motions. I think in that kind of game, you could argue that Lundstrom could sit in Raskin role and let Raskin be a wee bit more advanced, um, because I think Raskin is that positive. Is more positive out of the two of Raskin, uh, Raskin and Lundstrom, and you could you could just have Lundstrom as the mopping up deep and then moving it on, and having some cover for the back line, which uh, we know like. For example, Ryan Jack, when he sits in the covering role for the back line, Tavernier has a wee bit more freedom. Um, having him maybe sitting deeper in that kind of role and letting Raskins go forward, Cantwell go forward, might work. Uh, and I was kind of, I, I think, to tie off the stair goal, I think we get him back next season with a pre-season um, with Michael um, and we might see a resurgence in him. Oh, fingers crossed, but to be honest, because it, it would take some work. No, there, there is a couple of others, boys, that I'll, I'll come to, but I'll come towards, towards the end of, end of the show. But we'll move it on uh, to Michael Bill's press, conf- uh, press conference today. Um, Got to be honest, a few contradictions in there from the last time he was in front of the media. Uh, I'm noticing a little bit of a pattern here with, with Michael Bill. And it's something that we spoke about a, a couple of you know months ago about when he talks, he's going to get himself in, in, in trouble, I think, with some supporters, with, with some of his comments. Davey T., um, Morelos, he's, he's sort of done a little bit of a U-turn on, on Morelos today. Um, and also, I thought, you know, the comments about off ball Nathan Offball, um was a little bit, you know, he said one minute, he's, he's, he's dig, you know, that obviously the Instagram post that he put up wasn't about Rangers and then sort of went back on it and said he needs to speak to him and he's frustrated, etc. What's your thoughts? I'd say we don't really want to go that, you know, into that too much, but just on Bill and his press conferences, I know you said obviously that you know you love listening to him compared to, to, to Giovanni Van Bronkos, and I think that's a really fair point. But also, does he need to learn when to sort of rein it in a little bit at his press conferences? Yeah, I think he says too much at times, uh, and he says one thing one week, and the next the next thing is a couple of weeks later, he's, he's saying the, the exact opposite. For me, Morelos, he, he says enough when, when he's dropped him. <laughs> I mean, it's as simple as that. He's not he's not picking him anymore. So that, that says more to me than what he says at a, in a press conference. Um, the, the, the one thing that came out is that he said that uh, Alfie's not away to Seville, which we all he- had heard the rumour that he had signed for a, a pre-contract for Seville. He said that's not true. Uh, hopefully we can trust him on that. I, w- I would imagine that Alfie wouldn't kid him on about that either because, uh, yeah, why, why would he? He says he's got every confidence in Alfie. Yeah, okay. But he says he's as fit as any other player. Well, I think we can see that he's not really. But <laughs> he's, he's, 
Uh, I mean, he said that uh, Sakala was uh, the difference was that Sakala was a lot quicker. But there's not many much slower than uh, than uh, Morelos. That, that's uh, I mean, I, I love Morelos. I think on his game, he's the best player. But I think uh, Cholak is actually uh, picking up the, the 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 part of the game that Alfie's playing and and finding other players with quick passes. And Alfie is 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 getting worse and worse and worse and slower and slower and slower. Although he said, Bill said today that he scored seven goals in the since he came back, so he's it's one and one or something. I think he came away with, but no. A lot of times when Bill's talking, I think he's better saying less is more. I think that I think that's the way to say it. He says too much at times and uh, and puts himself in trouble. But as, as I say, when when Gio had it, you could hear the guy the guy in the background saying the names who who was asking questions. It might be good to know that who is actually asking questions. You've not got that anymore. But in saying that. They have very rarely got a second chance to ask a second question. So if the first question wasn't answered to the way you wanted it answered, then you you, you couldn't bring in a follow-up question. And I find with Bill that that is now, although there seems to be completely different people that are now doing the press conferences. And I think I think uh, Curry's got a big uh, bit to go in that. We'll probably need an hour show for that. <laughs> I've said it myself. I, I've said it myself. I don't think I don't know where they get the questions from, but some some of the questions are, are, are an absolute joke. But some are not as well. Some some are, at least they're asking questions now about uh, Morelos' contract, uh, about the the was it of Fafworth or whatever you call him, um, the Mary, uh Some of the Namdi, yeah. Namdi, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's uh, a while ago we were against Gio. They wouldn't even ask questions like that. It was just questions that he knew he could answer easily. And that, I, th- I think the questions to Bill are a wee bit more difficult now than than it was just than Gio got to answer. Yeah, I, I like the the question about you know the, the say rumours that Scott Arfield you know talks that he's going to sign a, a new deal and. Bill could tell we didn't like the, the. He didn't want to answer that one, Curry. Because I know you want to you want to mention it, but you want to bring up the the questions from today's press conference. Um, but but keep it quick. Review. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's an absolute fucking joke. It really is. Uh, I think over the last I think three pressers that we've had. The only decent question really is came for Davy for four lads that had a dream. And it's been stuff that fans have been asking pressers to ask. I mean, see, we're playing Motherwell. Not one question was asked about his playing Motherwell. I'm like, what the fuck? was about his contract, Offerbro, Morelos. We all know what's happening with him. We're not going to hear anything to the end of the season. So there's no point asking the same bloody questions time and time again. So it's just... As I said to you, they need to start saying who who they are before they come on, so we know who's t- asking all the shitey questions, so as we can avoid their their websites. <laughs> that, that that's my way of getting it softy do. <laughs> no, well, 
that's one way of doing it. Andrew, last bit on, on Bill and, he, and his pressers then uh, before we get on to the, the Motherwell preview. Um, look, someone put in the comments earlier and said if he didn't say a lot, we'd moan about that. And we did with, with Gio, so totally get that. Um, but I, I do I do get a little bit frustrated with Bill with some of the some of the comments. I think that he's yeah, Dave, Dave makes a really good point. You know, he picked and Merlos has not been in the team, so that says a lot. That says more than anything he says in his press conference. That is a really good point. I think um, the Morelos situation is just perplexing because um, he came in and Bill came in. He, he is he spot on. Morelos had a, a lot of goal involvement in the first four or five games, um, scoring and assisting. He'd have the assisting goals would. You would look back and go, oh, that's another goal involvement for Alfie. I think he was something like, I can't I can't remember. I, I had a running total on it uh, uh, up until Cholak came back. Whether or not that was just, we'll see if what Alfie's going to give us. And then uh, it did seem awfully um, coincidental that when Cholak, either when Cholak comes back, Morelos gets dropped, or when the talks of Morelos leaving take a height, then it's, that's when Buff gets dropped. Um it's a tough situation, and I know Rangers will be doing their best to keep it in house. But I think we've all seen that the Morelos agrees terms with Sevilla. Um, and we all, I, I, when I went to the game at the weekend and he gets subbed on, I kind of went, Well, oh, could this be the last game? Could, how, how many more games are we going to see him getting paraded on for? Um, the thing with the small thing on Morelos is you're paying for the idea of, of Morelos at his top, but you're probably not going to see it unless. You have him fighting fit. I mean, under Gerard in the fifty-five season, he was fast. He was actually fast for once. He looked lean. He looked like a threat. Um, but again, you would be paying for the idea of that Morelos. Whether or not he can get that Morelos is a whole different question. Um, for Beal in these press conferences, um, I go back to the. I'm only. I'm only wanting to sign players who are going to come in and challenge us. Eleven. Cantwell and Raskin get signed, and they don't start in the old firm cup final. Um, I think it was just. It was that I, I, was the one quote I remembered from that day when I seen the team sheet. It came out, and you were going, "Well, have you just kind of lied to us?" It's hard to not see that as you lying to us. Um, again, as you said, we would be complaining if we said nothing, which we we dealt with. Um, you could have asked Gio what we was having for dinner tonight, and he said, "No, no, we're all fit, we're all healthy. Um, we don't have any injury issues." Um, so I, I, I honestly think that. I'm a fan of Mike Beale. I think he he taught. I like I like the way he speaks. I I kind of you follow him along like the week of boat journey with the way he talks. Um, but I think he sometimes he does need to be let in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, look, we we, we can't forget that he's he's a you know he's only been a manager for what six months, seven months. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where we're at. Yeah, I was just wanting to. I think the, the questions a lot. I mean, I I, I just I agree with we mentioned a lot of time with Curry and a lot of times that the I think at today's uh, the questions that were really asked were questions that the Rangers supporters have been talking about uh, during the week. Uh, obviously, with Alfie going to Seville, uh, I think that was. Uh, I mean, we're we're into what is it fifty fifty two minutes now, fifty three minutes now, and nobody's mentioned Motherwell yet. So that that's uh, that there's there's just not a lot really to answer. I, he came away with Bill came away with a couple of things. The uh, Tillman's coming back, and the, the the thing that I picked up on, and probably everybody picked up on, was that he said we might have a change of style, 
he, he named the two fullbacks. Says that Bourne has had a baby, or, or his wife's expecting a baby this week, probably. So he looks like he's not going to be playing. Then he said that Yilmaz was coming in, uh, would, would be fit, and that Divine would be fit. And then he said, but then again, we might have a different setup. So that looks to me that we're going to go with a three man defence. And that would be Suter, uh, Golson, and Davies. And uh, no, that would uh, that that was a sort of a for the game. What I got out of the questions uh, that 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 were asked that he was going to bring in them. And one thing I'll just say before about the press conference before I say Davies is blooming worse than uh, than 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 uh, Van Bronckhorst. He is really hard to listen to. <laughs> that was, for me, they can they, they don't need to let him do the press conferences again. That, that was a really hard listen. He's not exactly the he's not exactly exactly right for for Dame Presser's. I say he's a really nice guy though, but I don't think he, I think he's too shy. That that's not the type of person he is. He's a big quiet boy, so I don't think he, I, I don't know why they put him up. No, no, I, I didn't even watch Ben Davis's press conference today. I think I've got the vibe of him from from other games. So. Uh... The player ones are always the same answers, isn't it? Very robotic players. They always say the same things. But let's let's move on then, Davey. Let's stay with, with Motherwell on um, on Saturday at Fur Park. Uh, can anyone in the comments or one of you boys jump in if you know the last time Motherwell beat us um, in the in the Scottish Premier League at Fur Park? Does anyone anyone know that? I did a bit of research, and I, I've only seen that we in the last five games they had a one each. Um, but I've not seen the last time they beat us. So I'll wait. I'll wait to see if it comes in in the comments. But but David T, um, it's it's going to be a, going to be a tough game. They've got a new new manager bounce. That in the last six they've won three, drew one, uh, lost two. But I think they've, in the last four games they picked up ten points. So they're on a, on a good roll. But Bill, since he's come in, has won every single um, away game. Um, so what you know? What would you like to see different? Is there anyone Tillman's back on the bench? You said Yilmaz there. Would you like to see him come in? Um, Anything different going into Saturday? No, yeah, well, obviously Yilmaz is a is a player I would quite like to see, but I I think it's quite uh, be quite good to see us playing about a three at the back and then pushing uh, the the two fullbacks into the midfield. Really, the, the, then you're pushing them. And I think actually, I I don't know how obviously how I've not got a, a crystal ball, so I don't know how the game would go. But I think you could probably, the way Motherwell will start playing, you could possibly put, even Goldson could start moving forward into the midfield. Obviously, I would have Ryan Jack there uh, in the midfield and Raskin in the midfield. Uh, is the sort of a two uh, defending midfielders. and But they, they could even move up the park. And Goldson could move into that to that gap and just leave really two defenders. Although Motherwell do, do do play a lot with two attackers, so that 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 would be probably around that that scenario. But um, no, I, I think three at the back, seeing three at the back would be would be quite interesting. Yeah, that, I think that would be the, the one way to go. I, I I think he'll stick with Cholak. I think uh, I, I think I think he'll keep Morelos out of the team. Um, I don't think he'll bring back Tillman just yet. I would go for Sakawa out in the right. I think uh, I don't. I, I'm not really that keen on Sakawa uh, in a two-man attack. 
I don't think uh, he's not he's not really a ball in the box player. He needs room to 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 get past people to use his speed. So he's not really an in the box player. So I I, I prefer him a wee bit out wide as uh, as as uh, in 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 the middle. He's not as I say. He needs his speed and he can't use his speed in the middle. So the only thing that that would do is if if, if you're going to play with Tavernier playing high then Sakala and him would be sort of getting in each other's road. Then you would probably be better with Tillman in there in the, in the middle, playing a number eight or a number ten role. That would be interesting to, to see if he does go to that back three. I know he's mentioned it. Um, don't know if John Suter's fully fit yet, though. But that, you know, something to definitely to, to, to have a look at. And it'll be good to go for a different system. The last three managers have all played a 4-3-3. So I think it should it would be, a you know, if we can play a different system, it would definitely be good for us. Curry. Mobwell away then Saturday was and just before I go to that uh, David D got it it was 2002 James McFadden 26th of December uh, 1-0 that was the last time they beat us in the in the Premier League there uh, but Curry yeah what's your thoughts then going, going to Fir Park on, on Saturday I think it, the Bills get them a good chance of switching things a wee bit with different players uh, it all depends what Motherwell's going to bring to the the table uh, I don't I've not watched a lot in Motherwell, so I don't know how what kind of setup they've been using against uh, other teams. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to do the usual and park the bus. If if they're going to park the bus, I would, as much as I love Sakala, I would leave him out. Uh, hopefully, if Tillman's fit enough in that, he would come in because I'd even use Cantwell in that position because. For all the pace that Scarlett's got, if they've get like we've seen it in the last game, he can't do nothing against teams that I mean, are really, really deep because he can't run into space. So it'll be a it'll be a difficult game, it'll be the usual. It's just I don't know what type of side Mother will bring out, especially with him no long how long's that new manager been in? About four weeks or something like that? Something like that, aye. So I don't know about his style of football is I've no I've not seen any of their games. I know they've had me win the last one but I couldn't tell you much about Motherwell at all. So it's let's hope he doesn't ever ever make a mistake like he did before against that lot. I hope he never does that again. And I hope he, he starts getting his subs done a wee bit sooner rather than waiting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who's on the bench as well. Because I'd like to see if any of the that the younger players are in there. Yeah. Andrew, one change I would definitely like to see Saturday, and I think it's going to happen anyway, because uh, Barisic is, is you know, his wife's going to have a baby. Uh, so it looks like Yilmaz will come in and play. To be fair to, to Barisic, the last two or three games, I thought he's done pretty well. But I'm just, I think I've just got that image of him at the back post against against Celtic, conceding a goal. I just want him gone in the summer. Um, and, and I'll come round to other players as we'll finish it off. But looks like Yilmaz is going to play, which, you know, which I, I want him to get a run of games. I think ideally he can go in, get five or six games before that game uh, in the semi-final. You know, that's what I'd like to happen. Whether it does or not, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, Tillman as well, he's been out the last couple of weeks. Um, I'll be surprised if he doesn't get put back in there as well, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think you have to say congratulations to Bonner and his, his missus. Um, um, I think he's well within his rights to say maybe not playing with this game, especially when you have the comfort of Yilmaz, who has perfect timing needing some game time coming back from that injury. Um, 
Yeah, I have to say, I like Bourne has been between the, the, the left back and right back position. I have to say that Bourne has been better than Tavernier in the last few games, um, and I, I've been enjoying that because I have liked I have liked Bourne. Um, I've always had his back. Um, I don't know whether that's because he's getting a wee bit extra freedom, um, but yeah, I think especially to, uh, against the well, um, they they have that weekend new manager bounce. Uh, I did some quick checking. Yeah, they seem they seem to be playing a somewhat back three formation, um, trying to go for two strikers with Van Veen and Obika, um, tall man and kind of shorter, uh, stronger um, alongside Van Veen. Uh, Obika was previously at Simon. He's he's been around. Van Veen when always he's banging in the goals. Um, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see if we, from what he said today that we are going to change the formation. Which yeah. Is a it's a breath of fresh air from the the four three three four three three four three three for the last however long it's been. Um, Tillman, yeah, I, I, I hope that this is getting him back in. I think he definitely was not match fit for that cup uh, cup final against Celtic, and he was even he get he get another knock because they were flying in arm. Um, I have a lot of confidence in the fact that Tillman could be a, ta- a absolute talent in the future, and if he is. Going off his history against Motherwell, he, he scored a, a, a stunner uh, for Park early in the season when he he ran at the just ran from deep. I think he started at the halfway line and took on all comers and then finished in the corner past our, our former goalkeeper Liam Kelly. Um, I, I I do a little bit of research. I haven't watched a lot of um, Motherwell under Kettlewell, but I know I know of some of the players. I think we have mixed emotions of our former player Sean Goss. Who we know can hit a free kick, and that's about it. But um, Van Veen and Obika, um, Eleven Paisley, and the Sutman fans had a, a thing for Obika, and we know Van Veen can score the goal. So it'd be interesting to see what the back line can do against the two, the two strikers of the well. I, I think Van Veen's one of the top. Is he not? Is he not top goal scorer in the league or second? He top? scored a double against County in the last outing. Um, so I think he's certainly up there in the league. I think he's definitely our top goal scorer, and where he is in the league, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think I think he's definitely up there. He's had a good flurry, but boys, that's that's us over the hour. What I do want to do, and I, and I, I said I'd, I'd finish on this. I need one word answers here because we're running out of time. I'm going to give you a player, and I want you to say stay or go for next season. So, Davey T, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you, and we'll go round. Glenn Kamara. Go. Curry, Glenn Kamara. Go. Andy. Go. Scott Arfield, Davey Tomlinson. Difficult. Um, stay. Curry, Scott Arfield. I hate this goal. Andy. Stay. Morelos, Davy T. Uh, go. Curry. Go. Andy. Thanks for your service, buff, but you have to go. <laughs> Ryan Kent, David T. Stay if you want to. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan Kent. Go. Andy. Stay. And last one, Borna Barisic, David T. Oh, stay. Curry. You guessed it. Go. <laughs> And last one, Andy. 
Uh, I'm going to say stay, not only because I think he's not too bad, but also I don't want his dad to kneecap me. <laughs> the moth. The moth. Good, good point. Um, no, brilliant. Um, Mason, give me, I can't just say to me for Arfield to go. I, I love it bits, so it's, it's, I don't know. I can, can I pass on that? I'd rather say pass than go. I'll answer it for Arfield. you. I'll answer it for you. Go. Caroline said it earlier, didn't she? Uh, no time for sentiment. Uh, and to be honest, I'm Brian Kent out of that list. I think he's the only one I'd like to see stay. I'm being being honest. But uh, again, a lot of people will, will disagree with that. But boys, Davey T, I'll start with you. Thanks for coming on tonight. What's your prediction for Sunday, uh, Saturday, half twelve kickoff? Right, thanks for having me on. Can, can I just say uh, one correction that everybody's getting wrong? It's no Van Veen, it's Van Veen. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll correct you in that one. Um, That's your Dutch coming through there, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Rangers will win 2 0. 2 0, brilliant. Cheers, David. Curry, thanks for coming on as always. Um, what's your prediction for Saturday? I'll go for a 4-0 four, four for, for us. I think we'll uh, I think we're going to mull them. I think they're, they're not going to even be no but hit them. Uh, I'm going for a I think Cantwell will get his first goal. Hopefully. Hopefully he's drew one. That's for sure. And, and Andy, thanks for coming on again tonight, mate. Well, what's your prediction for Saturday? Cheers for having me on again, mate. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think I'm going to go for a 3-0. I'd like to say it'll be a comfortable three 0 Um we'll start we'll start early. Um but you never know with this Rangers team. It's it's the bookies nightmare. You can never predict what's gonna happen with. But hopefully it'll be a comfortable three 0 Three nice one. So big scorelines, get some scorelines in. Five one from Callum. I think three nil from, from Nicholas. Uh, I'm gonna go same as David T, two nil. Uh two nil away win. Um, but that's that's it for tonight. Just just to sign off and say thanks for for listening again. Thanks for all the comments and those that don- donated. I really appreciate it. For some weird reason, it wasn't coming through to me there. So if I've missed anyone that's donated, I'm sorry about that. But um, we'll have to sort out that it comes through as a comment next time. But as always, take care. We are the people. <laughs>